Hi, my name is Dr. Richard Mills. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode of Talk Sex with Dick. Today's episode was originally one interview that we made into two. Today I have with me Asa Scott, who talks about the experience of pole working and not the type of pole that you would think. We make a lot of jokes throughout the interview, but it's very important to know that what we're dealing with is something very important, and that's voting. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode, and enjoy the show. so happy everybody make sure you get out and vote by the time you hear this it will be right before the election we want to make sure friends family have a plan because asa is going to be working the poll but not that type of poll girl um, tell them where they can go vote tell th- let's talk about that for a minute like what what's happening up with um your voting so you're you're tell let's this might go in. This is going to be a double feature. Okay. We're going to post this one maybe before the. We're posting this one. This one's coming after. Okay, folks. So we're just going. We're going double time. Okay. Asa, how did you become a poll worker? So, as a young girl, I saw some features where I've actually wanted. Hey, boo. I've actually wanted to work the polls. And this isn't the poll that you're thinking about. This is the voting poll. As she goes on, she tells us about how she decided to get involved with the vote. What kind of poll, girl? Were you working up at Big Daddy's up in Kokomo, Indiana? What what happened? What happened? Like, what type of pole? Were you like doing ballet polling? Were you were you filling? What were you filling? What? Let's talk about that. Let's let's get down in those deep southern roots. So you were she was working the pole, lady. So something just poked me in my mouth. That was probably my hair. <laughs> Richard's uh, pubes are coming into my. <laughs> Whatever, my mouth, like my mouth. Okay, so Asa, we're gonna go double time, and we're actually this is gonna be released before breakfast at Tiffany's Sex at Bergdorf's. Okay, can we just sign? Mm-hmm. Originally, this episode just had to do with an afternoon at Bergdorf's, but upon further discovery, we start talking about voting. There's so many things to talk about. Um, the first is I'm not going to talk about the rage that I'm feeling as an African-American woman because the Republican Party is trying to completely hijack my voice, my people's voice, 
am in their continuing effort to historically disenfranchise us with their use of power and control that they have exerted as part of their control over the Senate judiciary, um, as well as the, um, the executive uh, branch of government. I'm not, I don't have time for all of that because those types of feelings are very visceral. Those types of feelings are very harmful to my psyche. And I feel like I will bring this entire podcast completely down. But what I will land on is that we need to empower our black and brown voices to not feel completely disenfranchised and for us to feel that voting does matter. Do you know how the heck I feel that vote matters? Because of the concerted effort that the electorate has been doing to try to systemically reduce our rights and ability to vote. From this, we can see that she's very upset about the state of our current political system and how it's impacting communities of color, especially women. The reason that they're telling us that, you know, that polling stations or that mail-in ballots are going to be flawed or all of those things, because they don't want your voice to count. Diving in further, she goes in to talk about what she discovered when training to become a poll worker. And during my training as a poll worker, I've actually found out some stuff, a lot of stuff, that just really scared me of how even if you actually vote, you can actually have your vote not count because of issues in gerrymandering, of issues that have happened with voter purges that happens without on, on your uh, on your behest and the poll workers don't even alert you to the fact that your votes are not counted even if you actually go up to a poll and exercise your right to vote it's scary out there so it's really important that you stay vigilant stay woke stay shook and keep on pressing Keep your foot on their fucking necks because when you take your foot off their necks, they put it on yours. This enraged me. I said, well, I may not be able to be a poll worker, maybe not a poll watcher, but maybe I can become a poll chaperone. Going into detail, she talks and explains about what it means to be a poll chaperone. So a poll chaperone is someone who to escorts someone to the poll station who might need some additional extra support to get themselves to a poll or might be feeling somewhat intimidated because of the region that they live in from exercising their right to vote. So Richard is going to be a brave soul who escorts escorts these um, these vulnerable folks to the poll in order to exercise that right to vote. So I asked her, what if I want to register now and I'm not registered for the November 3rd election? She said, it's too late. In New York City, unfortunately, now. Realizing the tension in the room, I decided to divert to a funny story. Okay, so now you can, as a poll worker, we're not working that strip poll. I'm in love with the stripper. Mm. You know, when I was in little old Kokomo, it was like, 
I'm just saying, when I was in little old Kokomo, we had big daddies and little daddies, okay? And big daddies, so little daddies, I had a friend that met his, not love of his life, they were together, but he met his girlfriend at Little Dad's. Not going too much into detail, Asa provides her own interpretation of Little Old Indiana and Mike Pence. Every time I hear a story of Kokomo, Indiana, I ask myself two questions. Number one, I understand that how amazing the LGBT experience has been there. And two, I can certainly understand why Mike Prince is so attracted to that lifestyle. So uh, I'm not going to say it, but I'm going to say it. So Mike Pence, right? Well, one had to fly up on his head. I mean, he, like swat the fly girl. Like, just like go. Like, it's not that hard. Like, I would know if a fly was on my head. Uh, what, what, what product do you think that he uses on his hair? Um, I think it's a mixture of virg- extra virgin oil <laughs> and and mother's conditioner. <laughs> <laughs> I go on to discuss the circulating rumor about Mike Pence hanging out at various gay clubs in Indianapolis, such as OP's, now known as Greg's. There is word on the street that there's a picture of him up at Greg's, which was formerly OP. Eddie Baumeister used to go to OP's. He used to take men back to his uh, his house while his wife was sleeping. He'd pick them up at Greg's and take them in the backyard in the pool and drown them. What if they knew each other? What if Mike Pence... And Eddie Baumeister, who was a serial killer, anyways, they, he, uh, yeah, so he would take these young men that he met up at Greg's and he would take them back to his house in Carmel, Indiana, which was about 30 miles up the road. But Mike Pence, there's a picture of him with his shirt off up at Greg's dancing up at the club. Shifting gears slightly. This is Asa's message for Mother and Mike Pence. We see you. We know you. We under well, we don't understand. We empathize with your dilemma. But in the end, don't hate people because you hate yourself. Oh, look at the shoes, girl. Those are like some... Are those loafers? Would you call those loafers? I thought you were just looking at the size 13 next to her because that's what caught my eyes. The homie with the size 13, the swish. That's a size 13 Nike. Big feet. Here we go. Damn, those are some shoes. Not the 13 swoosh. 
but these other shoes, they are really something else. Like, those are... So, anyways, okay. And then here's this daddy... Wa um, hey there. I don't... Was he wearing some undies? He was. The stuff was not moving as they should. They were just kind of stuck in a particular location. But had he have been wear not wearing undies, it would have been, like, going on strong. Anyways, okay, so... Back to Mike Pence. So, you guys, it is so important to vote. Okay, so Asa, we're going to get serious here. If you want to get off your snaps, her designer, like, okay, we love you, designer girl. Okay, so you're going up to the poll. You can ask me. And this is how we do our white fragility work. We make ourselves available to those. I will offer wa I will offer water. Do you need me to take you to lunch? What What do you need? You will get a two for five right now because Burger King's having the two for five. I'll get you the two for five. I'll get you a hamburger. What is it that you need? So I'm going to be a pole chaperone. I don't know if anybody contacts me. I will now. If you are out, if you were in Indiana, I'm, I will hook you up with somebody who can help you walk to that pole. Right? We will do that. But realizing the complexity of the situation, I ask Asa, what do they need to bring to the pole on November third? So first, you go online. You confirm what your registration actually says and find your poll location. So you will go on nyc.gov. You will click on a black sash for vote in during the general election. On there, you can enter your name and your zip code and your information shall pop up to confirm your voter registration status. When you're confirming that, you're confirming the address and the location. And this is the part that's really important, the part to really pay attention to. What if I lived in Williamsburg and I moved up to the Bronx and I was registered in Williamsburg, but I can't make it down to Williamsburg. Now there's early voting, but I didn't early vote because I didn't believe my vote would be counted so what do you do, girl? What what does somebody like me do? Okay, so I'm going to give you the real deal, McCoy, because this is what I've learned from the trainings that I've done. Another day, another night is always true. Like a something, something, something is true. Another day, another night, it's always you. Mm, the real McCoy girls. I'll just take a sip of water as I digest that rendition. <laughs> um, but but for real though, here is. So I'm going to try to be very careful here, Richard, because I'm going to say what will happen, Speak and without really letting you know what I am going to tell viewers to do, because then that kind of gets me into very murky category. Let's not be murky, girl. Okay, so number one, if you go online, based on the steps that I've told you before, nyc.gov, voter registration, confirm your registration status to locate your polling booth, 
you're going to confirm the address that you have that's registered under you and the name that you have, how it's spelled on your registration card and the address that they have. And you will show up at the polling site that they have designated for you to show up to, to register to vote. I mean, not to register to vote, to actually cast your vote. If you show up at that current poll location and you cast your vote at that particular site and you give them the information as it appears on your registration card without giving them any other information, your vote will count. So we need to say this again for the people who weren't really paying attention that because I heard a lot of noise in the background and I was trying to like, but I got distracted by Billie Eilish over here. It's important, folks. So we're going to go back and just a step by step. Do you have a plan? Are you on the registry? Not the registry, but the voter registry. Whose bridal registry? We don't really care about that because that stuff isn't going to this isn't gonna matter wanting to make sure everybody fully understands what's going on and how to make sure your vote counts and to vote i asked asa to re-explain oh my lanta okay but just to be honestly guys this is the most important thing that you want to do confirm your registration know what name they have on your registration know what address they have on your registration and know the location of your poll booth. The reason that these things are important because if you show up at the wrong polling location and you tell them, hey, I have moved and this should be my correct location and I'm coming here to cast my vote, they wouldn't say to you, oh, you're not supposed to be here. What they're gonna say to you is, oh, okay, let me give you another ballot because we can't give you a scannable ballot will give you another ballot and you can go vote. And you will go, you will think you voted, and that ballot literally will go into the trash at the end of the night. What? What, you, what goes into the trash? I'm still distracted by building eyelash. Tell me, so my, my poll is my, my thing, if I go to a poll and I want to vote, I go to the wrong place. If I was formerly registered in Williamsburg, but I went up to to Pelham, Pelham Bay, up to City Island. If you go to the wrong polling location and you insist in casting your ballot at that polling location, your vote will not count. And if you then go, after you've realized your, your vote doesn't count, you then go to cast your vote at another location after you have voted in that location, you've committed a federal offense. Moral of the story, make sure you know where you're registered to vote. So don't do that. Yeah, just vote once, right, folks? Like, and uh, I guess, so I'm still, I'm still like up on the, I'm like, oh, I love that bike. She has the small wheels. I, I have a small wheel bike. 1633 that girl has sweater anywho so what so i i'm still like what i was distracted with be over here what is it bi or be be what are you saying about throwing out that um what are you saying 
Oh my God, Asa! <gasps> There's a the a a fake police car. Oh my God, you guys! This is so interesting. So this is like a movie. Is this? They're not. <gasps> what is going on there? It's an undercover police car that drives around as a regular New York City taxi. Is that real? Very real. Just having this thought that somebody's vote could be thrown out, I ask Asa to re-explain once again how this could happen. So what are you saying about the your thing getting thrown out? So I'm going to repeat this again. If you show up at a poll inside and you don't confirm this three basic information, because there are a couple of rules. Yes, there are a couple of rules in New York City. They're not allowed to ask you for ID. That's New York State's rule. They don't ask for ID when you show up for registration for, for voting. You just give them your name and then you confirm your address. And sometimes they may say, huh, you're, you look different from how old we're expecting for you to look. So then they'll ask you to confirm your date of birth. So if you show up, Richard, and you said to me that you and you're and there's a Richard Mills that lives in your district that has the same similar address to you. And that person happens to be born in 1996. But you. <laughs> so they're going to say, oh, are you Richard Mills that's born in 96 or you're Richard Mills that was born in 76? I wasn't born in 76. <laughs> I was born in 1981. Hey, daddy. Okay. I was just busting around with you. But six would make me like 44. I'm not 44. Like, I'm not even 40 yet. I got a couple months in this third. So I can be like, I'm in my dirty 30s. He's still enjoying his 30 30s. And he is like popping a booty. Guys, he has been going to the gym. And everything has been going very, very <laughs> Oh my gosh, Billy Eilish is not looking at him. Billy Eilish, do I need to start singing you some songs over there, honey? Honey, she don't even know who's. I'll show her. I've been I've been around this block, honey. So go on. So, what are you saying here? So that you need to have your three points of reference. So, since they're not allowed to ask for those things. It's really important that you know what's on your registration so that you can confirm those as you report. Because if any of those information is not accurate, you can run the risk of losing your right to vote on the day of election. So you should know what your date of birth reads on your polling, on your registration card. You should know what your address reads on your registration card. And you should know what your full name reads, your legal name reads on your registration card so i'm from guyana everybody in guyana we have nicknames like there's one name that you your family and everybody in your friend group knows you are and then it turns out when you actually like show up at you know with your legal with your passport there's a whole different name and people are like who the heck is that 
Oh my god, I don't even know who you are. What's your Nikki? What's your nickname? So when I was younger, I was called Sasha. Oh my god. Okay, so Asa's middle name is F for Flonet. So what's your legal what's your legal Christian name, girl? Um, I mean, as of December 16, 2019, I legally changed it to Asa Flanette Scott. But prior to that, it was not. Oh, what? 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 Okay, Sasha. I'm going to change your name. What? What was your name before you got up here? I've legally changed my name three times in my life. You know, what 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 were you born with? I was born as Flanette Asa Johnson. I knew it. I, you guys, I knew this. Okay, Billie Eilish. I knew it. Well, in the interview, I pulled out my phone and changed her name to Flonette. So when she pops up and now reads Flonette. I totally knew Flonette was your real name. You're no longer Asa to me. I'm going to call you what your mom calls you. Does she call you Asa? Does she call you Flonette? She calls me Asa because that's what everyone called me as. And so when I was nine years old and I wanted to get a, um, a passport for the first time, I legally changed my name to Asa Flonette. Okay, Flonette. We're Flonette is so nice. Flo, hey Flo. Girl, I I ain't giving you no more Flonette Scots. I'm just gonna give you no, I'm not giving you any more Asa. Giving you Flonette. Hey Flo. So Flo, so what Flo, what what is your name on your 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 ballot? Asa Flonette is my first name. I have two first names. So Asa Flonette is my first name, and then my last name is Scott. Well at least I can say your two first names. Chris has two first names. I can't even say his. What does New York State recognize you as? Asa Flanette Scott. <laughs> oh my God. I feel like I'm like doing an interrogation. So let me ask you a question. Oh, can I have another? Thank you. Um, realizing the state of where this interview is going, I decide to tell uh, another funny story. That ball. Can I tell you about this girl in Indianapolis? Her name was Candace. She liked to go by candy. Candy, if you're... And I used to work at Pier 1 Imports up on the south side, or the east or west side. It was the east side of Indianapolis, and she'd always say, I'm going to do pole dancing classes for her man. So anyways, look at them. You think that's a daddy-son situation? I do. Hey, it's okay. We, uh, we're we not judging. We're not judging daddy's son. So anyway, anywho, I'm just saying, Asa, A. Flonette Scott, Flonette Scott, Flo, hey, Bill, 
Oh, she was cute. So I'm. I have a question. Um, so when you go to the poll, and you're like, "Hey, I'm going to stripper class," what do you like say to them up at the poll? Do you say, "I'm Asa Flownet Scott," or do you go, "I'm a Flownet Flow"? I go, "I'm Asa Flownet Scott." I give them my legal address. And then sometimes they will ask me to confirm my date of birth. Then the other part that I also want you to know is that you, your signature has to match the signature that you had signed when you first registered to vote. This is interesting to me as sometimes people change their signatures. Change my signature? So I have a question about this because like sometimes what I give on my book is different from the one that I give when I'm like, you know... Had a few glasses of Chardonnay, and I'm like, I don't remember. Is it the one that's on your license? It's the signature that you use when you register to vote. But what if people's signatures change just like their jobs? What do you do, Boo? It's your signature that you use when you register to vote. So stop being fucking creative with your signature all the time. I mean, if it's similar enough, chances are they're going to accept it. But if it's not similar enough, they can put a challenge in there, in which case there's a possibility that your vote might not have counted. With the state of the election, there's a lot of anxiety about early voting. I myself have had that question. If I vote early, will it count? I want to be a poll chaperone, but I want to make sure that my vote doesn't get thrown out. I'm a little bit concerned about it. What what are we saying here? How do we know that our votes are going to be counted in the 2020 presidential election? In order for your vote to be counted, make sure you're registered. If you're not registered this year, sorry, make sure you're registered for midterms. Local politics matter, so do not feel disenfranchised and feel that just because you can't vote for the big election that you're just going to check out from everything else. There are so many other elections that happen during midterms that probably have a bigger impact in your life than who sits at the White House will have. Now, the other part is you always want to confirm what your registration reads. I'm going to underscore that. I've said it multiple times. I'm going to say it again. Just like, just like foreplay, it bears repeating. You're going to double check your registration information, double check your address, double check your date, make sure you sign consistently so that you can vote. If you're doing early voting, send those ballots in early. I think New York State's cutoff is the 24th for, um, for you to receive your ballots. And then you have to mail it in before Election Day. Make sure you mail it in soon and early because the rules are always changing about how long they're going to be able to count your ballots before your vote becomes counted. So if you can, mail it out sooner so that it can get in there before November the 4th so that your vote becomes counted. If you're mailing it on or before November the 4th pretty close, 
Good luck. We're hoping it arrives in time for us to get your vote counted. Sitting with her, I noticed that my heart began to race as I wondered, should I be worried? Should people in New York be worried? Should the people in the United States be worried about their vote being counted? And they should be. Well, we know New York's safe, but not those folks back home. So that's an illusion that New York is safe. And I think this is why we need to stay vigilant, right? I think the Democrats have done a really good job of sort of convincing a couple of states to seem very um, unconcerned about their voting rights because the Democrats consistently continue to get the majority in those states. But the reality of it is, I think more voices are better than some, and this is why local votes matter. If you want your local politician to actually speak for you, and I think a lot of people realize that because we vote for these people that we never see. We only see them during election. And then they don't do shit, like and they sell out. Exactly. And they sell out our votes to the bigger businesses, or they sell out our votes to the establishment um, because that's who they feel they're speaking for. This is why I truly respect someone like AOC who speaks her mind, who speaks for her constituents and she speaks and she speaks it so powerfully because that is who elected her. She is not going to kowtow to the the establishment or Nancy Pelosi as a result of that. But some people don't like her. But you know what? She even told her people, even though we are very radical, we sometimes realize that at the end of the day, it's anybody but Trump. And anybody means Joe Biden. So she has put her support for Joe Biden. But that doesn't mean that she's going to take her foot off of his neck when he becomes president. We're going to keep it real because they need to be held accountable. This got me thinking, why do we place so much emphasis and importance on the presidential election? President Trump could have been gone, quote, if pe- more people would have voted in there for the congressmen. Because that's how it works, folks. That's where the real power is. Okay? So, we just need to make sure that we vote. Anywho... Asa, it's been a wonderful day. Oh, daddy. Baby, I'm, we're just sitting here watching so many men walk by with all their free balling. They're just free ball. You know, there's nothing wrong with free balling. Sometimes it's just like, you know why guys free ball? Because it's two pairs of underwear. Just saying. Anyways. So, you guys, you guys got kind of a double feature, but this is, this is going to be two episodes, and this episode is going to air, but next time, you're going to hear about, bam, you're going to hear all this good stuff about going to Bergdorf Goodman and all these, like, good, we had such a fun time recap for the next show so um asa gets uh what we're just it's so good so we're gonna give some shout outs to emily and luke they were our featured guests on the show 
So Emily at Tiffany. Hey, Daddy. Ooh. Hey, Daddy. <laughs> and Emily and Luke um, were very. I think he's the gay dad in the village who has like these like I've seen him walk past here before. And he's like this really good like daddy, daddy, daddy. And you're like, but he's got like like school age kids. And I'm like, you a daddy. Okay. Adult. Moving forward. So you're going to love next week's episode because we talk about Emily and Luke who are amazing essential workers who are, are keeping our city thriving and going and just keeping New York feeling like New York. You know, there's so many times that we talk about the essential workers being like the doctors, the firefighters and the police, but we forget the others who are like the folks who are working in the stores, the, um, the service workers and those stores that help to keep the culture and the essence of New York still feeling like New York. And um, I definitely want to make sure that we're highlighting them in our next week's episode. So stay tuned and come around and you are going to love it. Um, and daddy across the street is walking with his merce and drinking his coffee with his salt and pepper here. Hey, baby. Oh, my God. There's all these daddies walking down uh, Christopher Street. Anywho, I'm excited, Asa. I think that it's a... It's here we give our final plea for everyone to go vote. So we did actually did not... Uh, you know, it was originally two episodes. We went into poll working because Asa is going to be a poll worker at the poll girl. She's going to be up not at little daddy's, big daddy's, but your local election. She's serving it up. I wanted to come and give you some. Can you get off your phone? We're almost done. Uh -huh. I wanted to come bring you some lunch as my reparation girl come up and come up to your poll and give you something real nice but apparently i'm not allowed to so for those volunteers why am i not allowed to come up and visit my boo up at lunch you can send me an uber eats to my location when i've emailed you on that day but i think they just don't because of it being a pandemic honey and social distancing during the time of Corona. You're not allowed to just show up. Oh, we're seeing some arguments. They're, these two guys are in an argument. Anyway, we cannot control what comes in this microphone. And if you recognize your voice, well, we're sorry. Anyways, well, I think that they need to let me come up and bring you. Can you ask? Can you be like, my boo wants to, I have hypoglycemia. You do have some sickle... Well, I'm not putting that out there, but I'm not putting out your business, but you, you need some food, honey. I need to pack you a lunch. I need to say my girl needs, my girl Flo needs to have, ooh, my girl Flo needs to be having her, you know, she needs her lunch from her boo dog. I will text you on the day to let you know what that's about. I'll be there from... I think I have to be at the poll site at like 6 a.m. in the morning. Until 10 o'clock at night working that poll. I'm in love with the stripper. Mm. So anyways, you guys make sure that you get out and vote on what day? November the 3rd. November the 3rd and then November the 8th. 
afternoon at Bergdorf's. Boom, it's coming out. So make sure, again, make sure you really tune in for that. If this, like, uh, make sure you tune in next week because that's the one where we are going to have an afternoon breakfast at Tiffany's, sacks at Bergdorf's, and I'm excited. So I hope that you are too. Asa, thank you so much for being a, a guest on the show. This was an amazing happy ending, Dr. Deck. Hey, girl. You know, I'm uh, I'm feeling that. So, all right, boo. I got 9% up on my computer. Frame. I'm so glad I came. Oh! Oh! Oh my god, what happened to Billy Eilish? She's gone. Oh my god, she was classic, you guys. Like, she looked fabulous. Like, I was like, Billy Eilish up in the house. What if Billy, that was really Billy Eilish? She She was not feeling us. But you know what? We're doing this with one. Hey, honey. What do you think of, what do you think of that, Bill? What do you think of that one? Okay. So, to all the boys out there that are freeballing, thank you, right, for for us. Um, what about this guy? Mm, what's going on? Mm, hey, honey. So, anywho, thank you, guys. My name is Dr. Richard Mills, and you have been listening to Talk Sex with Tech. My guest today, Flonet Scott, she is on the, the prowl tonight. And we are happy that she's here. And the music today is brought to you by Dean. Hold on, girl. Do you want to? The music to just say. So I'm going to let you give the outro. So you're going to say the music today was brought to you by DJ Chauncey D and Van Hector. My name is Hey Boo, Flonet Scott. Oh, look at that daddy. Who is that daddy? Oh, Ace is all turning up, turning, turning that, turning that sheet. Okay, girl. So anyway, so Asa, I need you to say, give out the outro and don't fuck it up. Okay. Uh, Yeah. Today on Talk Sex with Dick, our music has been brought by DJ Chauncey Z and Van Hecton. If you like those tunes and like what you hear, subscribe, subscribe, and subscribe. Pew, 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 pew. So, anywho, thank you, boys, for letting us use that. We really appreciate it. And you know what? We're really excited. We're so excited for... We're so excited for the future. So, make sure that you love those who are not lovable and love those who would want to get a little loving. All right. Well, my name is Dr. Richard Mills, and... I am Hot Asa. Flownet. What ofs. And uh, you've been listening to Talk Sex with Dick. Come up here, girl. Let's give a good. Oh! Oh! Oh!
Let's get it down by the state of the world.